Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I am joined by Dimity McDowell today. I am here. Yes, you are joined by her because here I am. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It is good to have you on the show, Dimity. I know. I feel like it's been a while. I know. I know. But we see each other more often now with our, we have summits in Denver. So we have business meetings. So we see each other more often than we were there for a yeah, while. Yeah, but those are not the gab. That's like work. This is this is fun. This is chatter. <laughs> we'll be chatting a bit in Spokane, I think, yeah, for the yeah, retreat. Think, yeah. well, yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, so I hear it is smoky there as well. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I don't even think we have any wildfires in Colorado oh. right now. We may. I have to say I, I haven't been watching the local news lately. I, you know, I've been pretty much had my eye on Harvey and now on Irma. So it's mm-hmm. like hard to, you know, be like, but it is. I mean, it's like when you drive, there's a certain roads when you're driving the west here mm-hmm. that, you know, when I'm driving west, you can see a lovely mountain range. Today, you know, I could be in Detroit. You know, you mm. can't see the mountains at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, it affects the air quality for sure. How How is it for you? It is. It's very bad here. It, is it? Um, and um, so we did have, we had had, we've had smoke for a while, not, not nearly this bad, but because of forest fires in British Columbia and south of here. And now there's a big forest fire raging in the Columbia Gorge, which is only about 20, 25 miles from here. Right oh, now. jeez. Yes. Really? So, yeah, and started by um, a 15-year-old um, playing with fireworks with his friends. Oh, um, you're kidding me. Oh, that's the worst. Ugh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, yes, the air quality is really, really poor here, and it uh, was all, I was up in Seattle on business yesterday, the air quality up there was poor, and then over the weekend, uh, I took the kids down, we'll get to this, I took the, we t- finally celebrated the twins' birthday by going to the wildlife safari, um, which is about three hours south of Portland. <laughs> Alex, Alex just made a very funny face. Um, and it was, I mean, you couldn't see, I don't know, 50 feet away from you. Did you it see was... any wildlife or they, were they oh. all among oh, the Oh, no. Oh, they were. Oh, there were the lions and giraffe and elephants and. Oh, good. So uh, you can see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Buffalo. Oh, yeah. And, and um, it's, um, you know, I, I used to be like, oh, those things are so terrible for animals. They're, you know, like, I just always think those animals must be being like, hey, George, how'd we end up here in Oregon again? You know, like when they're supposed to be in the savannah of of Africa but um they did the place that we go to does um a ton of conservation work for cheetahs and so at least I can tell myself I feel that the organization is doing some good work as well Well, and you think about those animals I mean um I don't know anything about I mean I know very I have a very superficial understanding of this but a lot of the animals that are in in like wildlife safari in you know three hours south of portland oregon Mm -hmm. are not native you know like they were born right that's that's what my kids finally said my kids my kids were like mom george was born here you know yeah i mean it's not like you know know any better but i mean I, i know there are two sides to every argument we went to one in um in alaska where the animals were um they were salvaged from the valdez oil spill Oh wow! And that was pretty cool because um, that's the closest we got to bears and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. So that was that was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, there's two, you know, there's good and bad to both, right? Sure, so, sure, yeah. yeah. So and we just uh, it's the second time we've been, and there's this one part where you can feed 
animals through the window. And I'm not talking you get to feed steaks to lions, but you know, you get to feed little grain pellets to um, rayas, which are kind of like emus or ostriches. And they have just the meanest um, topaz colored eyes and they get really close and you're allowed to have your windows (laughs) down and your sunroof open. And... (laughs) I just scream with laughter when they get close because I get so nervous. And that's my reaction is to laugh hysterically. So this time Daphne was sitting on my lap. She was, uh, you're driving 10 miles an hour. You don't have to have a seatbelt on, which to me is really living. I'm such a seatbelt freak. Yeah. 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 It truly is. I was like, oh, who cares if we're seeing wild animals? I am in a car without my seatbelt on. And um, so Daphne had hunkered down and was in my lap, which was crushing my legs but it was a delight to have her there and but I was using her as a human shield when this thing was up close <laughs> the to the van like, ah. and I just finally I just oh and Jack just loves that it makes me laugh so much so he locks the windows in the down position like he puts the child lock on so you oh, can't sure. then, then put the windows up <laughs> so, love you honey and um so I basically was holding Daphne and and the, the kids are all like like narrating the whole thing and I am leaning into the middle of the van with my head down and I just close my eyes I think as long as I can't see it it can't hurt me and, and so and then John took a video of it and it is John screaming and he, we had a friend of theirs with them and she's screaming and we're all laughing and screaming and oh and so I told John he needs to make a movie that has that as the soundtrack and it's not about a wildlife preserve but it's like i don't know oh, about like martians a, or zombies or something yeah 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 yeah, exactly. yeah yeah so that he has to make the action line up with oh there's not one here comes another one sure <laughs> sure oh that's awesome that's yeah great. yeah so yeah fun. so um but so the the smoke you know i mean yesterday there was it was like snowy ash coming down wow um yeah and school let out two hours early on day four of school because of extreme heat plus the smoke so they because they kept then the windows of the schools closed oh yeah of course and um yeah so and no you know no schools out here have air conditioning sure and so and but people then were like great okay let our kids out of school so they can go home and sweat at home like it's (laughs) like nobody has air conditioning i mean we have air conditioning on our second floor but um we are the exception and um so anyway so the kids got out of school early but um i mean it is apocryphal it is you know the the when you can see the sun it is dark orange and um yeah and you know with the it, it feels very nuclear winter uh, except that it's warm. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. and and people were asking our Facebook page. It must have been somebody, lo- I assume local, but maybe not. Um, asking, you know, oh, am I allowed to? You know, what should I do when it's smoky out? Um, should I go running? Mm. And I know you're not supposed to, but I have. I ran nine miles yesterday in Seattle. I ran five this morning. I ran four down in Roseburg on Sunday morning. So, I don't know. And I saw somebody smoking this morning while I was running. And I just thought, yeah, we're both kind of doing a little damage to our lungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the treadmill is a good choice if you have that as an option. I mean, and it, oh, for I sure. mean, and they definitely, like, we had uh, this weekend was pretty, I mean, it, just, it, does, it sounds like we're like a four and you guys are like an eight. But mm-hmm. this weekend, it was very, very hazy. And then um, we had a day yesterday where it was like, 
like a cold front moved in and it was probably like a high of 75 yesterday. Oh, and uh-huh. It just felt a lot cleaner and crisper, you know, so obviously wait for those days. Today it's getting back up there again. And like I said, you know, we can't see the mountains again. So um, yeah, it's just too bad. We were talking in uh, Pilates class. It's just too bad that there's no giant hose to like route mm-hmm. from Houston to Montana mm-hmm. and British mm-hmm. Columbia. And, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. talk about, you know, having oh, all the resources you need, but not in the right place. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, that was what um, I was telling John. I was, he said, he kept on saying over the weekend, well, why is it so smoky? I'm like, because of the forest fires. He goes, but there's so much rain. I'm like, honey, that's in Houston. And the fact that there's a lot of rain 2,000 miles from us doesn't affect the <laughs> fact that the, the, the landscape here is just parched. Yeah, sure. And sure. I mean, we had a hot summer and... Um, yeah. Yeah, so so rain's expected for tomorrow, which is kind of unusual for early September here. But then there's you know a caveat to that, which is then they worry about lightning strikes. Oh sure, gosh. Um, yeah. it's like oh yeah, you're you know damned if you do, damned if you don't. But um, so yeah, but I mean they were saying on the it's affecting the Columbia Gorge, which is just just some of the most stunning landscape in all of Oregon and it's you just envision like you know Lewis and Clark coming out there and it's just very it's like sweeping vistas that that are in paintings and they were actually saying on the news like don't worry it still looks the same there's still loads of trees and I think people as sad as that it's happening are also thinking well but it's so pretty out there and we worry it's going to be like this scorched landscape and I guess it's not looking it doesn't that look bad, that bad yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah so anyway so i will know in two weeks because that's the route i take to drive to spokane for the retreat oh, yeah so i'll be able perfect. to see yeah. for myself give yeah us, give us a little uh, update on it yeah 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 so how is school first first school? bit of school yeah i mean it's been going well so both my kids um changed schools this mm-hmm. year so mm-hmm. i got a new middle schooler a new sixth grader and a new school and then of course the big hs uh-huh. for the freshmen and um i gotta say uh i mean it's definitely been hard to figure not hard to figure out carpool i mean we have carpools but just the changing of it all, you know, I mean, basically, I mean, Amelia's school starts at 7.20. So we have oh, to leave here at... That is so early. Yeah, yeah. So it's a 6.40 leave for um, for carpool. And then Ben's is at 7.55. So oh. um, that's what it was. That was their school prior. So, so just getting that ironed out has been interesting. And poor Amelia. I mean, not poor Amelia. She's she loves it. I mean, she is so oh. happy. Like she oh, good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I mean, and granted, we're on week, I don't know, three now. Like the homework has been minimal. Challenges academically have been minimal. So, you know, uh-huh. that's a caveat. But um, but uh, you know, she had oh well, I didn't so she made the um sophomore volleyball team. I got to oh, do a little fantastic. mob brag um oh. for as a freshman, and that was big. I mean, she had to, we got this email. We have a, a friend on our street who um, made the freshman team last year. And so this, she goes to a high school that is 5A, which is like the most competitive um, mm-hmm. wow. division for high school athletics. And um, so a girl down the street made the team, the freshman team last year. And her mom kind of put <laughs> the fear of God into Amelia and me too. I mean, because, and we got this email early in the year, early in the summer from, mm-hmm. you know, the head coach and they had to do all these, um, they had to be able to do 30 push ups in a minute. They had to be able to run an 830 mile or faster. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to, you know, then they had like boxed or, you know, bench jumps, shuttle runs, oh, sit ups. Wow. I mean, it was like, you know, it was, I mean, and that wasn't, you know, that wasn't 
if they couldn't do that necessarily, it's not mean that doesn't mean that they're not going to make the team. But that was the expectation that they could do sure. that, right? Okay, and, and I do do have to ask: Are we talking push-ups with knees on the ground or to- no, toes feet. on the ground? Oh my toes. gosh! Toes, yes. I mean, toes. wow. Yeah. Wow. And um, and so adding to that, so I'm like, okay, all right. And so my plan or our plan, and really, I, <laughs> I have let her let. I really have let her lead this. I but I've said this. This is the email I got. I'm going to forward it to you. Think about what you want to do, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, um, our plan was to come home from uh, when we came home from Wyoming in the early July and have her start running because uh-huh. I mean, an eight thirty is is fast. Yes. Um, yes it and is. so um, she went to a volleyball camp at a nearby uh, nearby college, and the second day there, mm-hmm. uh, yep. yep, she went up yeah. to block and came down on somebody else's foot and twisted uh-huh. her ankle so badly and of course I was like and she called me on like Tuesday night to tell me this and I'm like you know totally playing how my mom used to be like well let's just talk tomorrow might feel better you know like (laughs) when you're calling from your bed like I'm sick well just get up and have some orange juice to see if you feel better you know and um and I went over I mean she was on crutches I mean it was it was it was it was quite a um python of an ankle and um so that ruled out any running for like you know three to four weeks you know and so i was just like well amelia all you can do is go try your hardest you know and she was really really wording guess what she ran sarah I, you, I, I know the answer because you texted me or emailed me. Oh, I did. Me. An, an yeah. 829. An 829. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that is all you needed, sister. Good job. Yeah. Good job. So anyway, so she made the sophomore team. So that's a long way of saying um, her days go from about six, you know, she gets up at about six and gets home at about 530. Yeah. And I mean, that's just long for anybody, let alone someone who's not used to that schedule. So. Yeah. I mean, the but first now, week there was a, a, a dance that first Friday night. And oh I my mean, gosh, way to throw them into the social I waters. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, even if she wanted, she didn't want to go and I was not going to force that. But uh-huh. like, I mean, she just comes in the door at the end of the day and she just looks like she's about to collapse. I'm like, okay, okay, food, food, food. Let's get some food in you. <laughs> Intravenous, just have a port put in her chest yeah, or something. Exactly. Um, so. So, so wait, so talk to me through this. So there's a freshman team, a sophomore team, and then JV and varsity? Yeah, or JV what? and varsity. Yeah, there's four teams. Wow. Four and teams. Ha- how many other freshmen on the sophomore team? Um, I think three or four. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's it's definitely a mix. Um, and that's I'm really glad that there's um, other freshmen on the team. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because I want her to, you know, that's important for, you know, just, you know, fitting in and all that. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. So, no, it's gone really well. And I mean, you know, I mean, obviously everybody thinks their kid hung the moon and I absolutely appreciate that. But I will say, and I mean, I'm going to write a post about, post about this at some point, like, this is why I wanted my kids to play sports. Like, this is exactly why. Uh, she's had two games so far, uh-huh. and I have seen a side of her that I have never, ever seen before. Oh, like, that's her awesome. confidence is just awesome. I mean, she is, like, hitting so hard, you know, and, and serving well and just, like, being a great teammate. And the best part, and... And then, and then I'll shut up. But the best part was um, in the middle, like, after timeout, like, say, in the middle of game two, uh-huh. Amelia, who is, you know, pretty shy, um, uh-huh. puts her hand in the middle of everybody and says, okay, warriors on three. One, two, three warriors. Like, she leads the freaking cheer. No way. Cheer. No way. Just, oh, my gosh. That is like, not my daughter. That's not my daughter. daughter. <laughs> I know. I know. So that, I mean, when you find your thing, and it, it can be sports, it can be – you know, knitting, it can be whatever, but when they find that thing that they like 
really feel good about themselves doing. I just, <laughs> I just love it. I just, I just, it's just so fun to watch. Because, oh, you know, awesome. a lot of it is, you know, a lot of parenting is pretty pretty drudgery. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a sentence. It's a lot of drudgery. So it's fun to have those moments where I'm like, look at her, look at her go. Look at her yeah. go. Yay. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah. Wow. 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 How's that? How's uh, Phoebe's sophomore year so far? It just started uh, though, right? It, it did. It just started last Wednesday. Oh, okay. And, um, so, oh, her, um, as of last, I guess Thursday, so the second day, the drama teacher who she had last year had told her to, that she ought to try out for the play. Oh, good. And, but then last night I was like, oh, okay, so when are auditions for the play? And she's like, oh, I'm not doing it. Oh, it's such a dumb play. It's da 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 da. And I'm like, mm, no, you're trying out for the play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no debate. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and that's because um, John and Daphne, so they only started on Thursday and their school does a Shakespeare play in the fall and then a musical in the spring. And they thankfully are doing Romeo and Juliet this fall. So it is a story I know and can follow um, <laughs> because middle, middle schoolers doing Macbeth can be kind of trying. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so they have auditions were supposed to start yesterday, but they got canceled because all after school stuff was canceled yesterday. And so they have it's auditions and it's kind of, you don't just go on stage and do a reading for 90 seconds and get off it's kind of workshopping one might say they don't use that term but it's kind of just throwing different groups of kids together and see how they work and it is mandatory that you go every single day it was supposed to be from yesterday so the 5th to the 14th and not oh my nine days of workshopping yeah well as Daphne asked not on the weekends um (laughs) so that is a lot of that's a pretty uh that's a pretty rigorous uh selection process right right yeah so they um so they're gonna miss their soccer practice and john will miss ballet because it is i mean you just aren't you don't get to be in the play if you don't don't yeah yeah Mm -hmm. okay good so because once they once they start doing um uh, rehearsals then they can because I've learned not to call it practice that's what you do for a sport it's rehearsal it's when rehearsal, it's a play yeah. um, so when they start doing rehearsal then you know if if you know Ben Volio or whoever isn't called that day then he won't then John would, can go to soccer practice instead of oh I see rehearsal okay. yeah so, I have to yeah. say, uh, Ben went to um, a drama camp, and he's he's coming into that. He's loving the musical world right now. Let me tell Good. you, we got like you know uh, Matilda and Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and Mary oh, Poppins boy. on his Spotify list, and he knows nice. every word. Um, oh but, yeah. But it was just so funny um, when you said sports and what you call it, because this was the first time that they had like a you know twenty minute introduction for the parents at the beginning of the camp, and just. Uh-huh the expressions and the way that they moved their body and the, oh, you yeah. know, and the way, you know, and we're off and we're off script by Friday and just like the vocabulary and stuff. I'm like, wow, this is just a whole world. I have know nothing about and like different personalities. I mean, it was very fun and very fun, but it was just, um, yeah, you yeah. wish there were, hi- well, there were hyperlinks when they're talking. You yeah, know? exactly. Well, yeah, and I'm just like, okay, this is not a, this is not a basketball team or a swim team. Like, I'm gonna have to <laughs> update my map a little bit. Yeah, so oh, that's so funny because the kids were seeing Mulan in the car last night. All three of them were. Oh, good. and uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, we'll need to maybe send them maybe. some some of our favorite songs and yeah, like sure, that. sure, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we don't so, need to, we don't need to, we, we're good for now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then I was like, uh, I think I told you that um, 
John was in High School Musical and he had to do this big dance number that involved doing a split. And it was on stage and he was wearing his Keens, which are not the most split-worthy shoes. No, they're not. They're, no, they're not slippery, no. <laughs> yeah, right. And th- that's kind of one of their selling points is they're not slippery. And um, so, but then I realized suddenly in the middle of the night, I was like, why didn't he wear his jazz shoes that we had to buy for oh, musical theater camp? Slipper. Yes. Yeah, they're like slippers, but with a little, very slight, you know, kind of like a loaferish heel in the back. Yes. And I was like, John, why didn't you wear your jazz shoes? He's like, oh, <laughs> they didn't tell us to. I'm like, yeah, because they probably don't think the kids own them, but you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, so there will be a lot of rehearsals in the Carney household over the next couple months. Sweet. So, yeah. Good, yeah, good, yeah. good yeah. stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's fun. It's fun. I have to say these ages are really fun. I really, uh, it's, it's, you know, there's a lot more conversation. Well, it depends upon the mood that Amelia's in, but just like it's more <laughs> It's more fun than just uh, less hands-on, more mm-hmm. interaction, you know? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Not just making some peanut butter sandwiches and calling and it good. Setting and, yeah. it off, yes. Yes, and I can make peanut butter sandwiches now, which is very fun. No no more oh. nut-free schools, so. <laughs> A they, whole they new world. Them. They make them, I know, right? A whole right? new yes. world. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, our topic for today is um, kind of serious, and you our co-host and kind of guest and it is about what you do when you are told that you can't run anymore and or maybe that you're gonna have a long layoff from running and kind of come into grips with that and um, solutions for how to keep busy and active and um, hopefully in a positive spirit and um, so we will uh, start up that conversation right after this break stay with Dimity and me all right, well, well, Dim, um, you have, um, thank you for, you know, being, opening up on this. I know sure. this is a, a tough thing to talk about. And you had, uh, um, you got some, uh, had some serious conversations with some medical professionals last yes, week. Yes, so, I did. Yeah. I did. Um, I mean, so, you know, just to rewind a little bit. Um, so last October, I ran the Twin Cities 10 miler and mm-hmm. I had a great time and I mm-hmm. uh, PR'd and I was really looking forward to, um, the Philadelphia Half Marathon, and where I was planning on also trying to kind of test my speed after training by heart rate for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, and on one run, when I was training for Philadelphia, it was like pick up the pace every 15 minutes. So it was like, I think it was 845, 830, 815, 8 wow. um, for an hour. And, um, and so I had like five minutes left of my eight and I, um, and I was definitely like ready to be done with a mm-hmm. capital R. And, uh, and I think I probably, um, I should have stopped, but I didn't. And I um, felt my hamstring go, which was interesting. And, uh, and so then I stopped <laughs> and, uh, and got pretty nervous. And um, all the while, you know, and, and um, I still ran the Philadelphia half, but I ran it um, with a bunch of bammers um, just at their pace, heart rate, super low. Um, and it was a great, really, really fun day. So mm-hmm. You know, but my hamstring was still really talking to me and I couldn't quite figure it out and I couldn't figure it out. And, um, you know, fast forward and I mean, I ran, I know I ran on the 1st of January and I feel like I did one or two other like kind of longer runs, like a five, that one time I went to go, I almost got hit by a car. That was like a five miler, but you know, it was, it was, I I tried a couple times, you know, and when I went five miles, I was going you know, with my heart rate under 140, so super slow. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, nothing was getting better. And, it, and on top of 
being super diligent about everything. You know, I was, I was, um, I was uh, doing all my physical therapy exercises. I um, brought in Feldenkrais for a while on wow. the um, recommendation of a of a great mother runner who introduced me to a great practitioner out here near Denver. Um, I mean, I was dry needling. I was in uh, traction. I was dry wow. cupping. I was seeing the chiropractor. I mean, I. I don't even want to add up how much money I've spent trying to find a solution. And finally, um, you know, I was signed up for a couple races this fall, or I was signed up for a half a half Ironman in July that I couldn't do, or June, and then I was signed up for Jack and Jill's downhill half marathon in July, and I was still not running at that point, and um, definitely having a tough time. And so I went and had um, Can an MRI. Yeah. Can I can, can I interject yeah. a question that um yeah. because I was under the impression that I knew that starting in late November after Philly you weren't running but I was under the impression that you were able to bike and then you told me when I saw you in when July or whenever early yeah. August you were like oh no I haven't been able to bike and I just was like what what no I haven't been able to, because sitting because it was it was um it's it was, it is my hamstring or was my well, when I explain this, it'll make more sense. But sitting on the bike seat was mm-hmm. too much pressure. Mm-hmm. So even and even sitting on, you know, and I mean, I have gone through lots of iterations. You know, I was on my tri bike for a while because I was like, okay, I'll swim and bike, and then I can still just, you know, I'll just kind of eke out the half marathon and the and the half Ironman. Mm-hmm. No. Um, so then I'm like, okay, well, I'll try my road bike. Mm-hmm. No, like still hurt a ton. Um, okay, I'll go sit at the gym, you know, on the upright bike. You're basically yeah. are like Mary Poppins, right? Um, <laughs> still hurt. So, you know, so yeah, so it didn't, whatever it was that was going on was not, um, it was not it, the hamstring. It just hurt too much. And it was like my high hamstring, lower glute. It's not, mm-hmm. when you think hamstring, it goes down to your knee. That yeah. This didn't go down to my knee. It was just like right kind of where you're, where your butt cheek meets the top of your leg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they, and um, sitting was excruci- mm-hmm. excruciating. Driving was excruciating times 10. And that's oh. that's what's so, that's, you know, that in and of itself, you know, mm-hmm. um, is, it's, it's hard for me to talk about this sometimes and not um, because I know that, um, you know, I, I need to, you know, give a disclaimer. I know it's not a chronic illness. I know it's not cancer. I know it's not, mm-hmm. you know, something that is, you know, my dad had ALS. I know it's mm-hmm. not that. Like, there's a lot of things that I am mm-hmm. very glad that is a minor thing, but mm-hmm. it's not minor when it's like, you know, chronic pain is a thing, right? That's why mm-hmm. we have an opioid epidemic in this country. Like, yeah. chronic pain is a thing and it wears at you like, you know, like you're grinding your teeth, you know, like mm-hmm. it is just. Mm-hmm nonstop relentless and so all these things that I had to do you know sit at my desk or drive my kids to wherever like you know like I'm like trying not to think about it but you can't not think about it because right. it's like biting into your butt you know right as you're right it's omnipresent yeah mm-hmm. so um so yeah so the things that I could do that didn't hurt swimming swimming was really good and um and crazy this the the step mill um one day mm. it was a day of I remember because I watched it at the um at the, this gym, this new gym that I went to. Um, oh, who's the guy who was the FBI director? James Comey. 
Yes, it was his hearings, or the first oh. day of his hearings. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to watch this and go really slow and try for 20 minutes. And I You was know like, it's 2017 when you measure life events by what's exactly. going on on CNN. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I tried it. I tried that, and that was great. Um, uh-huh. Or not pain-free, I should say. You know? And okay. so, like, those, so those are the two activities. For some reason, running, like having to move forward and move my leg kind of more out mm-hmm. is um, mm-hmm. painful, but stepping up, not so bad. Huh. So, um, so finally after, you know, I was, I have been, you know, starting in about March when I was like, okay, WTF, man, I've got to get better. And I went gonzo on the PT. I mean, I, um, I put it on Instagram. I made a chart of all the exercises that I needed to do. I made, you know, a weekly chart. I did them. I checked them off. I have spent, you know, I would say conservatively 30 minutes a day, five days a week, if not six on PT, mm-hmm. which is more than I've ever done in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that. And is, you're saying that's at home that you're doing that all. On well, your... at home or the gym. I mean, I would do, okay, okay, I would but do not with an the, hour in the not... step mill and then I'd go and do my exercises for 30 yeah. minutes. And then, and that's on top of, you know, every once in a while doing, you know, uh, little like, um, oh, press ups and things like that, that, you know, also help. Like I would stop if something really hurt, I would do a stretch that I was supposed to do or some press ups for my back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, it wasn't, it was definitely, the pain was subsiding. Like that is for sure. The pain was subsiding, but every time, like I'd try to go around the block, um, doing this like Feldenkrais thing and pain, you know, I tried mm-hmm. to run a little bit in Wyoming pain, mm-hmm. you know, just, it just like, I'm like, okay, do I have to totally change my stride on top of every, like totally, you know, mm-hmm. re strengthening all my body parts? Like, so I got an MRI because, um, at the recommendation of um, a couple people, and uh, and it's nothing that I, I didn't know. I mean, I am a very tall person. I am almost six four. I have an extra long spine, and um, you know, t- I've been running for twenty two years, and you know that with my posture, with genetics, and everything else, and it's taken its toll. And um, I mean the. Hi, so last Monday, the way we started this conversation, last Monday I went to go see um, this doctor who I really like here in um, in Denver. He is a, a uh, like a you know spinal specialist, orthopedic doctor. You know, does not do surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I actually was referred to him back in 2010 when Run Like a Mother came out, mm-hmm. and uh, I was also not running then. My back hurt so much, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I'm releasing this book about running, and I'm going on this book <laughs> tour, and I can't even run, you know. And he's like, Pilates, yeah. you've got to try Pilates, and he was the one that got me started on Pilates, oh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. that worked for a long time, and continues to work. And uh, so anyway, so I go to him and. You know, and he looks at the MRI and, you know, I mean, he walks in and gives me a hug and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Like he's never hugged me before. And oh. he knows, he knows how much running means to me, you yeah. know, professionally and emotionally. And, um, yeah. he just said, you know, um, you know, I'm not going to tell you no, but what I will tell you is, you know, you can do a couple five K's with your friends every once in a while. You know, I would approve that. And, you know, my heart just sank because that's not what I want to do. You know, I don't want to run a couple 5Ks every once in a while. He's like, yeah. um, and he's just like, listen, you, your body, you know, you have a very special situation. And I mean, you know, I mean, what I have in my back, I have, you know, degenerative disc disease, which, I mean, that's the other thing that I've done forever is, or not forever, but I have spent so much time on YouTube 
and Dr. Google and, you know, looking for a magic potion, a silver bullet, an exercise that's I haven't seen before, or somebody's gonna, it's gonna be exactly the one that I need, right? And, um, you know, so what I have, I have degenerative disc disease, I have um, a a pretty bad bulging disc, like L4, L5, that is just, um, you know, as flat as a piece of paper, first of all, and it's not supposed to be like that. And it's kind of kicking into my nerve, um, my spinal column. And then um, I have this other thing called foraminal stenosis, which is, um, there's like spinal stenosis, which is the narrowing of your spinal column. Um, and foraminal is like the nerves that shoot out the side of the spine. Mm-hmm. And so stenosis is when the columns narrow and the nerve and the nerves, the size of the nerves don't get smaller. And so what happens is you're trying to, you know, I don't yeah. know what the, you know, shove something be like, yeah, it'd be like trying to put a cable wire through a, uh, something that's not going to fit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's just going to bite into it. It's going to wear away. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, we're pretty sure that's where the hamstring pain is coming from. So it's not my hamstring at all. It's my back. And, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, um, I just, I just know, I mean, I've been running for 22 years. I mean, I was, I, you know, I, I wrote a blog post about it on Thursday. I started, I basically feel like I started my running career at the 96 New York City Marathon. And, yep. um, and then I got to end it um, at the 2016, um, you know, Twin Cities 10 miler, say, or Twin Cities half, or the Philadelphia half marathon. And that's 20 years. And then, um, yeah, I, and then, you know, four years of running on and off and at Colgate for crew. And that's, actually 24 years not 22 so that's a quarter of a century like that that doesn't suck I can't be mad that I can't keep doing something I've been able to do for almost 25 years you know like for more than half your life yeah yeah. so um so yeah so you know he's just he he has his eye on the quality of my life Mm -hmm. for what I hope is you know 90 years or more right and I you know and I need to um, open up my lens so that um, widen my lens so that I can see that too. And instead of thinking I can't run today, I can't run today, I can't run today. Hey, what do I want to do when I'm sixty? What do I want to do when I'm seventy? I want to be able to hike with my grandkids. Like I want to mm-hmm. be like my mom. My mom takes them on hikes. She takes them. You know, she can go kayaking with them. She can go paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. You know, if I keep yeah. running, we all know the people. You know, we've all seen them in parks and stuff that can't give it up, right? They mm-hmm. have a really bad yeah. gait, their arms a little oh, yeah. janky, whatever. You know, like it is, and I'm not criticizing them because I know the connection. What's driving them? Yeah, is real. I mean, I mm-hmm. I get that, you know, yeah. but I need to make the decision that I am not going to put myself in that position because that's yeah. not going to. That is unhealthier than exercising period in my mind yeah so um so yeah so I just so that's that that's the physical part of it the mental part of it too is um I just had to deliberately take control of the situation yes you know and that is probably you know I gotta say it was it's a relief it's very very hard don't get me wrong but it's also a huge relief because I have been playing this what if game basically mm-hmm. since the Philadelphia, you know, for 10 months now. And it's it, it could go on for another two years, you know, mm-hmm. six more weeks of PTA and then I'll be there. Yep. This this dry needling session, then I'm going to be there. 
Um, oh, this chiropractor, this person really recommends this chiropractor. He's going to know exactly what's going on, and then yep. he's going to fix me. And yep. it's it's not fixable. I mean, it, it is definitely manageable, yeah. but, you know, the damage is real, you know? And unless I want to go in and have, you know, I mean, you know, the doctor, you know, bless his heart, was like, you know, I, I can give you steroids. I can shoot, mm-hmm. you know, we can give you like an epidural kind of thing in your spine and shoot you up there. I can, mm. you know, we can talk about surgery. I mean, two PTs have mentioned surgery to me. I'm like, no, no, and no. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not putting myself in a position for Band-Aids, which is the steroids or the, um, or the uh, shooting up my spine. Mm-hmm. And surgery, I mean, all you have to do is Google back surgery to know that that is not a very reliable thing and I'm not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So, um, so, you know, saying, you know, pushing that instead of just being like, I'm going to be on a trail race this spring. I'm going to be able to follow the ultra plan, the train like a mother club. I'm going to be back to heart rate training. I want to really try the, you know, half Ironman plan in, in the train like I mean, I, mean, I you know, I drool all these plans. I, I yeah. put them together. I get to right. be in them, you know, right. and I right. want, I mean, like, oh my gosh, I wonder what that would feel like, you know, I wonder how that would feel that workout. And, you know, I get to um, still be a really big part of it and I still get to have adventures, but I just can't keep thinking um, tomorrow, tomorrow, this thing, this thing, this thing, because it's just going to, it's wearing me down. It is totally, oh, I, you know, yeah. if I'm being honest, it's just completely wearing me down. And I oh, can't, I, have, um, I, have no I just can't do it to myself anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, I just think it's been toying with you. It's, you know, been, been the cat with the, with the mouse, you know, yeah. and it's just well, like, yeah. I mean, I keep thinking of it as a, uh, you know, moth, you know, drawn to like a street light, you mm-hmm. know, and they, they fly in, they fly in, they fly in hoping it. And then finally they're going to just, they're gonna die. Fall to the pavement, dead. Yeah, and I, you know, I mean, it's not that dramatic, you know. As far I'm not, you know, entertaining uh, really awful thoughts, but it is like I'm like, and I and this and I've played this game before, Sarah. That's the thing is, I mean, I know that you have come back from your ankle, and I know that you've come back from plantar fasciitis, but I have come back, and I've come oh. back, and I've come back, and I've come back, and and I know how hard it is, but this has been the longest time I've been off, and this has been the most severe time I've been off without a um, a clear indication of what's wrong. You know, a stress fracture, yeah. put it in a boot, mm-hmm. come back slowly, you're going to be okay. You know, mm-hmm. like this is just, this is just a big, like I described it once as, uh, you know, someone just poured coffee in like the motherboard of my spinal cord and it's just not ever mm-hmm. going to be the same again, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, I sometimes people ask me, you know, they'll ask how you're doing and and how your running's going stuff like that and I just the answer I came up with is, you know, the the female operating system is not designed to handle a mainframe as large as yours. Yeah. That, yeah. That you know, there's just I mean, you are sleek as a racehorse and so muscular and takes, you know, such good care to to even out muscle imbalances and to roll and to you know do all these things it's just you can't overcome the fact that you are almost six foot four yeah yeah no i know i agree i completely agree and i you know and i and and but 
you know, that's not to say like, I'm going to stop being an athlete. And that's the biggest yeah. thing that I want to emphasize here because, mm-hmm. um, you know, the retreat is coming up, the Twin Cities Marathon is coming up and, you know, I am still in this 150%. I'm still mm-hmm. in AMR. I'm still in the TLAM club. I am still cheering for everybody. I mean, I have the chills right now because that is what I enjoy the most. I mean, I, oh, I, know. I yeah. always like having having run, <laughs> um, but I never, I mean, I enjoy the running. I enjoy trail running a ton, but it's not like, um, you know, I'm in it because I am a runner first. I am a, I am a connector first. I am a cheerleader first. I am mm-hmm. a creative person first. Like those, those things matter to me more than the vehicle that gets me to them. And, well, and, and, and damn, I gotta say the proof of that is what you what you said when you thought that's not my daughter. I mean, that is your daughter. That is Amelia putting her hand into the middle of the teammates and saying, you know, one, two, three warriors or whatever yeah, it is, yeah. warriors, warriors, whatever, warriors, yeah. yeah, warriors, yeah. yeah. So that you know that I, I'm like, of course, Dimity's daughter is doing that because that's Dimity. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for saying. I, sometimes it's hard to see when you're so close to it, but oh, yeah, got, you know that that big smack on the back. That's yeah. the Dimity. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'll smack, I'll smack any of you, but yeah. yeah. And I, so, I mean, I have, you know, so, I mean, so what I have done, you know, so, you know, we want people to, you know, I wanted to share this first of all, just because it's important that I get it out there because I know that a lot of you guys struggle with injury and I'm not um, advocating that anybody, you know, stop running who's not ready to stop running, right? Mm -hmm. Like there are a lot of solutions and I could keep running for sure. And I mean, I've, I put in an email that I sent to you guys, Sarah, the AMR team, Mm -hmm. you know, this is my... This is my decision for now. It may not be my final answer. In a year, things might change. But for now, for at least six, eight, ten months, I am just saying running is not an option. I'm just yep. not even letting myself go there. And yeah. it may be longer. It's probably going to be longer, but that's kind of the bite that I can take right now. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, but if, you know, so I, I don't want, I mean, follow my lead if that feels right to you. But if you are injured and you, especially if you have a situation like I do, that's like a mess of knots and nerves and discs and stuff, like it can be figured out. You just have to be ridiculously patient and ridiculously um, involved in your own self-care, you know, yeah. and know, and be realistic too, you know, be very realistic about what you can do. Is it a couple five Ks a year? Okay. Well then what can I do besides that? We recorded an injury podcast with uh, Justin Ross, the sports psychologist and um, coach MK. And that's in the train like a mother club um, podcast feed, which is also on, you know, iTunes and stuff. And one of the things that coach MK said, and she does say to people who are injured, what can you do? Not yep. what can't you do? Yep. I can't run, but what can you do? Can you walk? Yeah. Can you swim? Can you, and we all know it's not running, you know, it is not. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, it behooves everybody mentally, if you are in that position, to try your best not to compare it to running because nothing yeah. is running, you know? I mean, yeah. the closest I think comes to it is riding a bike going fast because you've got that like forward motion, you've got the fresh air, you've got the feeling of like, you know, you can really push yourself if you want. You You're can take it easy if you distance. want. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not running. It's not running. Yeah. It doesn't have that very visceral feeling of connecting your feet to the road. But, mm-hmm. Is it better than nothing? Absolutely. You know, that's so, I mean, so that's one thing. I mean, I have still very much kept up. I mean, before I could figure out that I could climb stairs, you know, I was swimming or walking most Mm -hmm. days of the week. I was doing, like I said, my physical therapy. I, um, and it, 
I can tell when I haven't exercised, right? It's not um, like I have survived without running. <laughs> I'm here to say that, you know, and I'm here to say like as much as I don't want to go to the pool and put on a cap and, you know, look at the gross hairs in the, sh- in the in shower drain, you know, like I don't want to do that. But, you know, I force myself in. I get through 10 or 15 minutes of just like go, go, go. And then all of a sudden something kicks in just like a run, right? Yeah, and yeah. I'm going and I'm going and an hour passes and then I feel great. And I've yep. done the thing that I needed to do um, that yep. will get me either healing or just in a better place mentally. And so I guess, you know, if you are in a, you really have to take a look at what you can do and be creative about it, you know, whether yeah, it's push-ups on your knees or, you know, the elliptical, elliptical or whatever it is, you know, and just really um, do your best to embrace it. And yeah, no. go ahead, sir. I was going to say, you can also find new passions that you don't think you had before. I mean, I think about Courtney, my best friend from high school, who just annihilated her ankle. I mean, just shattered it beyond all belief in a indoor rock climbing accident. And finally ended up, she was in such pain that she ended up having it fused, which then really meant that no more running. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she bought an elliptigo and she also has just fallen in love with spinning and and you know so that's what her body will allow her to do and she just she found this teacher that she adores and just you know a community there you know when I went to a spinning class with her when I was out visiting her before um, Zuma Annapolis and you know she she knew everything you know she was going to someone's you know daughter's wedding reception because she'd gotten to know them so sure. well it was just you know and I just was like wow you know she has found her new her new normal her new community and the new Next high chapter. that she's looking yeah, for yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah totally yeah. totally so you know what I have similarly I mean I have a road bike that um I you know back in the day when we used to get sweet sweet pro deals on gear <laughs> um you know a decade ago two decades ago I have a road bike that was built for me um built uh-huh. for my frame and so last one so I got the news on Monday I sent the email to the AMR team on Tuesday Wednesday I was over at um, Wheat Ridge Cyclery and having this bike fit to me, you know, again. So I've got, I mean, you know, I'm going to look like I'm, you know, about 70, but that's okay. Like I'm sitting upright on it. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten it back yet. So, and I, he put a seat on it that honest to God, he's like, I promise you will like this. I'm like, I am sitting on a cinder block right now. So, you know, I got to say my like lady parts may not live to tell the tale, but my back will. So that's good. <laughs> um, so I've got that. Um, and then, you know, I, um, a good friend of mine and I are talking about going to hike the Grand Canyon, which I wanted oh, to run, wow. but we would hike wow. that. And that's, you know, not insignificant. It's oh like my goodness, not miles. insignificant. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and like, there's a ton of bike rides around here and, um, you know, I'm going to try skate skiing this winter. I, awesome. my guess is that it's going to, that might be too much. Cause I cross country skied with Ben last winter and that was, that flared it up, but I'm going to try. Um, mm-hmm. there's a ton of 14ers here, you know, to climb. I mean, and I'm great. I mean, Sarah, I thank you for, you know, telling me I'm a racehorse, but I am so strong right now, which <laughs> is like crazy that I'm not, cause I'm not. I mean, I'm fit, but I'm not running fit, right? But like, uh-huh. I have done so many goddamn clamshells and side plank. I mean, I've probably spent a day in side plank on each side at this point in my life, you know, over the past eight months, <laughs> you know? Like, I 
you know, I mean, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not, I don't look like I, you know, CrossFit strong, but I mean, I oh, can yeah, do you, things now. Yeah, that you sure do. Yeah. I, I can do things now. Like, you know, if you're in side plank and you can lift up your top leg, like, I could never, ever, ever yeah. do that. Uh-huh. Yep. Now I, now I, I mean, I can't hold it for a minute, but I can lift it up with control. Like, and like, it sounds dumb to celebrate those victories and I, no. you know, I have a hard time, but I was like, no. wow, look what I can do. Like, oh, I, that's, is, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Courtney sent me when, um, after, it was, I think it was before her fusing surgery, but she can do a pistol squat where her butt is like just mere inches from the ground. Wow. You know, wow. one leg out, squat all the way down, and then stand all oh the God. way back up, keeping that leg up. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's no way I could ever do that. Yeah, yeah. So new challenges. I mean, I, I'll never be able to do a pull-up, so I'm not, I'm not going to even go there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah. that's, that's so there's there are things, I mean, and it, 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 it still sucks. Like I'm not, I, I'm definitely painting a pretty good picture of it, but I mean, I have shed a ton of tears. My poor family has, you know, weathered the storm with me, um, a ton. Um, but you know, like I said, I will say like making a decision or giving yourself Mm -hmm. a deadline or whatever, even if it's a temporary one, say, okay, I'm going to give it three months and then I'll see where I am. Instead of worrying is today the day is today the day is this thing going to be it, you know? Because I, I, and, and thank you for being um, candid and and open about all this. And, and that, because I've been wanting to talk about this topic on the podcast since I met this woman at our neighbor's anniversary party and the um, neighbors are, I don't know, maybe in their early seventies or something. And it was this woman and, and she, you know, I was talking about my running, of course. And, um, and she said, oh, I used to be a runner. And I looked at her and I was like, oh yeah, what do you do now? She goes, oh, I'm a walker. And she just like, she just seems so like that's just what she does. And mm-hmm. she, and, and I finally, I was like, okay, this is my opportunity. I'm like, how did you get to that place? And it had happened a number of years ago. So I could see it was almost like, she sort of thought like, well, why is this woman like, what does she mean? How did I get there? How did I sure. switch over from being a runner to a walker? And why is that a big deal? It had become such who the new, who she is, you know, is yeah. a walker. Yep. And that she didn't, it's, she, to ask her to dredge up how she metamorphosized in from a runner to a walker was like, you know, be like asking me like, well, how'd you handle the transition to middle school, Sarah? Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, and I, yeah it's, you kind of know when it's time, right? I think, yeah. you know, and, and, um, you know, you got to tune in a little bit. You got to sit silent or as close as you can, if you're me, um, you know, and, uh, and really think about where you are and be realistic about your body and how it feels and, you know, what, how, how much benefit running is bringing to you versus how much, um, detriment it's bringing to you. Yeah. Um, and, go ahead. And I, also, I also think for, for you to be sharing this, it's, it's just as important as when we bring a nutritionist on and talking about, you know, how to fuel for a race or something like that, because, you know, we don't want to admit it, but I think the day is going to come for all of us that we have to um, transition. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. There's those exciting stories about, you know, look at the 91 year old who ran a hundred meter dash or whatever, but, but I, you know, I'm 51. I know the, the, the the clock is ticking and I'm going to have to, you know, transition at some point because like you say about the it's when it it spills over into the other parts of your life where you can't 
get down on the floor to play with your grandkids or go hiking with them or when you are in pain when you're trying to make that you know drive with your significant other down the you know pacific coast highway or something like that you know and it's just like where's when is it worth it and when is it time to say okay you know my time is done with this you know it's time for a new chapter well yeah and it's and it's it's thinking about beyond the daily release, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, um, running is my, a big part of my antidepressant. Running is my emotional release. Running is what I go to on a daily basis to feel good, you know? And so, but, you know, that that's a very short-sighted thing. I'm going to feel good this Tuesday. Well, how am I going to feel this Tuesday morning? How am I going to feel Tuesday afternoon? Yep. Oh, I'm going to be screaming at my kids because my hamstring is screaming at me, mm-hmm. you know? Or I'm going to take more, you know, drugs so that, um, it will kind of go down to about 60%, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that I I'm not in this to win a medal. I'm not in this to (laughs) set any more PRs, you know, I'm in it for, for health and it, it, it is unhealthy for me right now to continue running. That's, Mm -hmm. that's the realistic truth. Mm -hmm. I will say, this is funny that you bring this up, that you brought up that. So I just went, um, and this is going to be hard, but I went, you know, in June when I was really struggling still, or I'm still struggling, but, you know, I went to go see um, my a therapist and she's like, this is grief, Dimity. Like you need mm-hmm. to acknowledge that you are grieving the loss of running, you know, mm-hmm. and I wasn't ready to say I'm not running still, but, you know, she was like, it is, you know, it is as much of a person, as much of a factor in your life in as, you know, your best friend. And, mm-hmm. you know, if she were to mm-hmm. disappear, you know, what would you do, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, um, and so, and it's hard because it hasn't disappeared. It's just disappeared for me. Right. And I see yeah. runners everywhere and I, you know, and I think about it all the time. Um, but so today, you know, I've, I'm taking some steps to actually kind of process it all. Um, mm-hmm. because, you know, again, I've been running for 22 years. This business is built around running. Um, mm-hmm. I have identified as a runner for probably, you know, a long time. Um, and, uh, and you know, it's my job, right? It's my job. And, um, so I went to go see this woman, um, today, uh, who is, uh, an acupuncturist slash therapist. I mean, she's an acupuncturist for real, but like she has, she is like, you know, you meet these women you're like, oh my God, you are such an old soul and you are so wise. I just want to mm-hmm. just sit next to you and listen to you talk for a day. Yep, you know, yep, yep. He is, that is her. And so today was like our first, um, just like initial meeting to talk about kind of the series of what I'm going to do. And, um, and she was a runner for 30 years and mm. she bent down one day to pick up the paper and her back went into spasm and I mean, a very, very similar situation to what I have. I have not been in spasm recently, so that's great, but, um, but had to give it up. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and she's like, and I I don't know how old she is now, say she's maybe 60. And, Mm -hmm. um, and she's like, yeah, and I still see those people running in Wash Park and I want to be out there so badly. And I'm like, oh my God, Elaine, I am so glad I found you because you know exactly where I'm coming from. It's not like, Mm -hmm. you know, because people will say, Oh, but you're healthy. Oh, but Mm -hmm. you know, you've got your kids, you've got this, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I got that. That's right. But it's running like you Mm -hmm. until you are that close to running. You don't know what it means, Mm -hmm. you know? 
Mm-hmm. So, um, so to have her help me kind of, um, you know, kind of figure things out and, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I mean, I, I think everything kind of, sometimes people are just brought into your life and that she's, oh. she's one of them. Yep. Oh. Yep. And I, I gotta say, that's an, I'm intrigued that she's an acupuncturist because when I was going through secondary infertility, I visited with an acupuncturist and she was the same way. She just the way she talked, the way she looked at me when she talked to me, yeah. just the way she listened yes. and looked at me when she talked. And it was just like, just I think, you know, it's so hard to find a medical practitioner who will really listen yes, and really, and to find somebody who empathizes. I'm really glad that you found it, Lane. Yes. Yeah. Well, at my first appointment, um, which is next week, <laughs> is two hours of just talking. Just talking. Wow. Yeah, because wow. it's like the five... Oh, it's, I, I, I didn't write it down. So it's like maybe like the five element acupuncture. So, you know, earth or oh. metal, water, fire, blah, 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 blah. You know, mm-hmm. and like balancing out my chi. And I'll know a lot more. It was mm-hmm. a lot oh. to take in this morning. I'll but, be, I'll be yeah. interested. Well, I'll be interested to hear more about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing that I just, I took a couple of notes, but the other person that has come into my life, and I've written a little bit about her, and she hasn't really come into my life except for that, you know, I got to go to um, Rancho La Puerta with my my mom and my sisters last um, winter, last mm-hmm. November over the election, which was a lovely time to be in a different country, um, was <laughs> Sylvia Borstein. And she um, is like a leading Buddhist um, teacher and author oh. and expert. And, um, you know, we did these little 45 minute classes with her every morning. And um, she's just, she's another one. Like, you know, I could just have listened to her all day long, just wise and smart and funny. And, mm-hmm. um, and there are a couple things. One, I mean, the, the biggest thing that she says and she says in her books and she said here is that it's not what I wanted, but it's what I got, yeah. right? And yeah. so you can either pick to fight that, what you got, or you can make the best of it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that, that phrase goes through my mind a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other one that um, is my other pal who I've never met and I hope I, for some point I will, but Pema Chaudron, I hope I get to meet her, but I don't know if I will. Um, but that suffering is expecting things to be different than they are. And yep. so you can choose to make yourself suffer mm-hmm. or you can accept things and, you know, and again, I, I make the best of them. It feels like so like Pollyannish, but like, you know, I have a choice. I can choose to, you know, second guess every workout that I did for, you know, the last two years. I can choose, you know, to, to dwell on, you know, not being able to do what I want to do, or I can choose that I had 24 great years. I am still a hundred percent in this community. And mm-hmm. that's, and oh my God, how awesome is that? You know, yeah. Yeah. you know, I got to do an Ironman. I got to climb Pike's Peak. I got to run, I don't know how many half marathons I got to, do so many great things you know and And, help other people do great things and help other people do great things and that you know that if you can just like kind of get out of the story that i'm telling myself that's the other thing what what story are you telling yourself you know yeah get out of that story and realize that all those miles that i got to go served a much bigger purpose and they brought me to exactly this day and Mm -hmm. maybe i have a new message now you know and maybe i get to you know, help people that are um, transitioning a little bit more, you know? Yep, yep, yep. So. Yeah, well, um, 
I know I speak for the community when I say thank you for sharing this story and for what you share every day with people. I mean, just the you are truly a cheerleader and just full of a ton of love and support and you wish nothing for the best for all these people who are striving for their goals. And yeah. Then, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, again, I just want to reiterate that I am, I mean, I'm happy to talk about it. I am happy to, you know, get into the weeds of my situation or your situation, but I don't want anybody to feel bad for me um, or, you know, feel guilty if they want to tell me about their PR or their awesome, you know, 20 mile run as they got ready for their first 50K or whatever like that. I still want to hear all that. Like I yeah. told Grant the exact Grant's getting ready to my husband's getting ready to ride his bike um, down the California coast in October and he's kind of in the thick of training right now and he just had this awesome ride yesterday and and uh yesterday morning and i could hear it in his voice when i talked to him on the phone later and i just said well wow you know tell me about your ride and he's like oh that's okay i'm like no i want to hear it like i want i you know and i'm going to be back at something like that someday yeah, you know sure. sooner than later i get to, i'm going to get back into something that you know something athletic and i'm yeah. i'm an athlete now but something you know a little bit more with a focus, right? Some kind of event at the end of it. And mm-hmm. um, and I wanna hear it. I wanna celebrate with you. I want to help you reach your goals. I want to, I just wanna celebrate with you. I really do. So, yeah. you know, I yeah. just, I just putting that out there, like, sure, I may cry a little bit. I may, you know. <laughs> That's you, Dimity. That's <laughs> my me thing for a little bit. But at the end of the day, like, I am working towards and I feel very confident that I, I'm going to be stronger coming out the other side. And I want to, I want to, I want to hear it all still. Yeah. Yeah. I have no doubt about that. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, well, yeah. So that was kind of heavy, but now I feel feel lighter too. Now just like putting it out there. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, let's wrap this up. Let's let you um, maybe splash a little water on your face. And, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you got some other things, you know, maybe driving a little carpool, something like that. Yes, so, yes. Um, so good. Good, good, good. So are you going to take us to the train like a mother club, Dimity? Um, I am. Okay. So just wanted to let you guys know that one of our most popular programs, Stride into the School Year, um, is starting on Monday, September 11th. It is uh-huh. just $25. And it is uh, five weeks of super fun, super unique workouts um, that blend strength and running. You can be a walker, you can be a run walker, or you can be a runner, um, and you can have a ball in this program. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in it coaching, so you'll get to be with me. <laughs> I'll be yeah. doing some live <laughs> Facebook videos, lots of strength. Um, oh, awesome. And, um, and then uh, Jennifer Gill, who is the Ragnar coach, is also gonna be in there cheering everybody on as well. Oh, so fantastic. you'll get to know her a yeah. little bit. And she is also just an infectious, positive, awesome person. So, oh yeah, um, for sure. So you can find that uh, link on the, on the Train Like a Mother Club and uh, look for Stride into the School Year. Good, good, good. All right, awesome. Well, I say, I say, let's wrap this up. That's... I say so. Yep. All yeah. right. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah, good yeah. to chat. chat. Uh, don't breathe the smoke, Sarah, or do your best. <laughs> okay. Hope the kids stay in school, more importantly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Good deal. All right. Well, everybody, many happy miles to you. Many happy miles. 